bound pieces of paper contained in a cover to keep you from spilling into the world so quickly. I am your keeper, more than willing to bring your pages daily nourishment into your every line. I'm rather excited to have you as my companion, keeping my brainstorms and epiphanies with you. I am Eve Willows, a dreamer gifted with the talent of the written word, or at least I would like to think so. And I look forward to our further acquaintance and soon-to-be intimate relationship. <laughs> well, that never gets old. If only introducing yourself to people were as easy. I was never a people person, and I feel like I never will. People are so unpredictable and hold so many secrets behind their stories. Pages I don't wish to dig into. And they judge you on the most ridiculous assumptions. Oh goodness, I made such a fool out of myself today. Right. Well, to itch off the embarrassment off my chest, I'm going to write what happened today. Exactly how I remember it. I figure a new journal should understand my current thoughts with no hidden agenda. Like people. I'm nearing the end of my two-year contract as a volunteer at the Huntington Library, and I'm not so sure how to feel about it. The gardens and the museums have been such an inspiration in my writing, and to leave would be a shame. So, on my lunch break, I went to pacing in the Shakespeare Garden, cliche I know, nibbling on my sandwich. I was in a bit of a panic at the time, and something made me realize... Was it possible that my volunteering in the Huntington was the source of my inspiration? And I would lose it all once I leave? I was distraught, talking to myself in much concentration when... He appeared. Arms folded, highlighted messy long hair, with a grin on his face, and in all black in the sweltering heat. He carried a Paul Frank book bag and an expensive camera recording right at me. A fanboy was the last thing I needed, I thought. The Japanese garden is further down that way. I pointed, panting and hoping he would move. I don't know what came over me, I just wanted to be left alone. Especially with a camera pointed at my face. <laughs> I hope I'm not bothering you, but could you tell me where the Shakespeare garden is? I see that my comment was rude now, but that didn't stop him from recording me. This is the Shakespeare garden. I tried smiling. I was sort of on shift, no point in being rude. He took a good long look, finally finding the bust in the middle. Really? Is that it? I'm afraid so. See, I'm an installation artist, and I'm looking at photos of the Shakespeare Garden in order to get into his thoughts for my next work. I just hate it when I forget something, so I've gotten in the habit of recording everything since I'm a visual person. <sighs> Sorry to bother you. I use a journal. It hasn't failed me yet. But then again, I'm a writer, which isn't really a visual type. Why should I keep a journal? What does it do for you? Warning. Never, ever ask a writer questions unless you have time. We adore talking about ourselves and our writing, no matter how shy we are. I think it's an unspoken, timeless truth. We started talking about everything and anything, more like I gave him no choice with my endless banter. And what inspired both of us? Soon laughing at the cliché of strolling through a garden to find ourselves. 
He took pictures of me in the garden, wading my way through the brush to the Shakespeare bust and kissing it on the cheek. We instantly became friends by the common thread of chasing the insanity of creativity and artistry. He gave Shakespeare the bird and I couldn't stop giggling. Then, at the sound of my voice, it hit me. Was I flirting? While I was stunned at the shock of myself, he pulled a fast one and brought himself next to me so I could see the pictures he took of me smooching my beloved poet. Oh, jeez, I was flirting even with him. But it didn't stop there. Something familiar welcomed me. You smell nice. It seems familiar. It's called Wild, from a local company. Oh, Bee Pal, I use their stuff as well. I couldn't stop smelling him. The oil smelled so sweet on him. I'm using one of their smells right now, Ophelia. Just when I couldn't stand myself any longer, he gently arched himself to smell my neck. Mmm, smells good. His name is Art, and he took my number. Seems like we'll be meeting at Porto sometime for some cheese rolls and the Bee Pal Lunacy at Dark Delicacies. Before that, he promises to pick up journal writing and call me the minute he gets the hang of it. <laughs> what is wrong with me? I never act like this, not even when I met my last boyfriend, Jack. Perhaps he'll never call back, or, or perhaps he will, and he might be some creepy guy with a chain and whip in his basement. Okay, well, I'm feeling a little bit better. Writing has proven that it was indeed bat crazy, and it must have been the heat and the pressure of leaving the Huntington soon. Hopefully, I'll have better to report next time in my, uh, new journal. Eve. Nocturnal Notes is a Drift Plume production. Written and directed by Stephanie Warner and Eugene Cordell. Our sound designer is Pedro D. Ortiz. Our composer is Luke Geiger. Vocal talent includes Tori Rogers as Eve Willows and Joshua Hill as Arthur Rex. Other parts were played by members of the cast. Episode 1, Fresh Start, Fresh Faces, was produced by Stephanie Warner. For more information on Nocturnal Notes and our other productions, please visit us at driftplume.com.